Hey, welcome to Dorks R Us. This is going to be our special Christmas episode. We're going to be talking about a ton of DC news, talking about Aquaman, and a ton of good stuff. But before we get into all that, here's the intro. This holiday season, treat that special sinner on your naughty list to a caffeinated experience they'll never forget. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. Okay, we're going to kick things off with, uh, let's see, for the first time she was mentioned earlier, Jen and James are here. Hi. Hey. Everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello. Uh, Yo-Yo's here. Hey. No one's, <laughs> <laughs> no one's excited to see me. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You're here again. Yeah. And Alex is here. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> going to give it to you. We should all be excited to see each other. We no, are. No cheers for me. I like that. Yay. <laughs> don't, don't. Just don't. <laughs> that moment's gone. <laughs> and there's much dressing. And there was much. You're like yeah. the girl at the party that says, oh, you're so funny. And instead of laughing like you could do if it was funny. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it's great to have the full gang here for uh, for this special, our first Christmas episode. And uh, we're going to kick things off with the Week in Geek. And uh, this week, a ton of cool stuff. Uh, we have some new trailers. Uh, the Men in Black international trailer came out. And Hellboy, what do you guys think about those? What are we talking about first? Well, let's let's kick it off with Men in Black international. Uh, I, when I saw this drop, I was surprised it didn't drop earlier, but I kind of figured Sony with Spider-Verse, that's what I was going to be attached to. I enjoyed it. I think Tessa Thompson and Chris Evans, Chris, Evans, Chris Hemsworth are, uh, they're really funny. And I think they played off each other very well in Ragnarok. So I think it's just going to be very much more of that humor and you kind of see it in the trailer, but I like how it's not like a reboot. Like, cause that's kind of been. I think when they announced they're doing a new Men in Black without Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, I sat there being like, "Great, another reboot." Oh, yeah. it's not a reboot. And a matter of fact, Will Smith and well, uh, and what is it? Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones are actually in the trailer. Yeah, they're in the photo fighting the bug. Yep, yeah, the two paintings in the back. You have. Uh, uh, I'll bring up the picture but this is audio only so you won't be able to see it but <laughs> uh the right picture is uh will smith and uh is agent k or agent j and k uh, just kidding yeah and then on the left is a picture uh next to the eiffel tower um and they're fighting a a giant creature not sure who it is i think that's chris hemsworth and liam neeson oh i see it yes um but like I... I said, 
I, I was mean, kind of disappointed there wasn't much aliens in the trailer. I'm kind of with him on that one. Like, yeah, I didn't... Yeah. I it felt more like an action-y, like, if, if you just, you know, showed me stuff without any exposition, I kind of would have believed it was some sort of, like, like action spy espionage film. Just if you edit it out very carefully, there wasn't much, like, like, oh, there are aliens and stuff. And, like, with, like what a lot of Sony movies do is that they kind of distract you with, like, cool neon gadgets and stuff. Like, look how light this gun is and all that kind of stuff. But it's still... Because that's kind of why I love, like, like I don't know which ones are your favorite, but I still love the very first Men in Black a lot. Because it kind of had, like, a weird kind of creepiness to it, you it know? Like and, the comic books. The comic books were kind of kind of dark. Yeah, and then, like, the la- the next one got lighter. And the, the third last one was, like, borderline the same type of movie that, like, uh, um, Hitchhiker's Guide was. Where it was just kind of comedic and it was just kind of nonsensical. Josh Brolin was actually really good, and I thought Josh Brolin was really good in Men in Black Three. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying like in the, no, tone, the tone, it was yeah. more shifted toward because I like Hitchhiker's Guide, but I don't feel like that's the fit for Men in Black. This one seems like a soft boot because no one likes a reboot because investors don't want to invest in something that usually flops or fails or has a bigger gamble. So now they're they're trying to just slowly shift things in different directions. And with this one, I, I kind of wonder, like, where are they going to go? Like, is it going to go back to the same theme, or is it just going to continue that uh, over light, overly light theme, which I can also kind of say is kind of what I thought would happen to Hellboy? Um, I think I think they're very much going the comedic route with this. I mean, you are, you see it in the trailers. Yeah. But again, I, not in this day and age, I don't think you can believe trailers anymore. I think yeah. you, you, you have to take every trailer with a grain of salt now. Because you, you know, Disney does it, Marvel does it, DC does it. They film stuff just for the, just for the trailer. Like yeah. they'll put scenes in there that aren't in the movie just to sell the trailer. Oh yeah, yeah well, Tony Stark isn't even in space. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it. Like I said, when I first saw it, and what really got me on board is you hear the theme, the original Men in Black theme from Danny Elfman, layered in there. So right then and there, I was like, okay, like they've already kind of got me. Like they're not, they're not going to completely abandon what happened before. Because that's what I was worried about. Like they're going to just have a clean break. Oh, it's just going to be in England. That's it. They're not going to reference New York. They're not going to re- reference anything that's happened before. It's just going to yeah. be, like, oh, this other department, this other branch that deals with this. But hopefully, hopefully that's not to the detriment of the film either, where it's just yeah. like, remember this? Call back. Like, throughout call the back. entire movie. That's one thing I hope they don't do, because nothing I mean, is worse than seeing a movie with a really awesome concept that's just completely bland, you know? Well, also keep Sorry, in mind... What was Yo-Yo saying? Yeah, I cut him off. already, like, in the trailer. I mean, the red button... Um, God, I can't remember the aliens, the, the small, like, worm aliens. The coffee, yeah, the coffee yeah. drinking ones, yeah. The neuralize, I mean, some of the stuff you have to do, but you have that, you have yeah. the, 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 the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel mm. entrance with the guy sitting there reading the newspaper with, the, like, that's all, like, oh, you know, the black car, like. They had the noisy cricket in it. Emma Thompson's speech being like, we are deja, like. We are nothing. We are nobody. We are deja vu. Like that whole spiel. That... I like that. I, I like that a little bit. But hopefully, there's more gimmicks. I don't want just like remember this. Yeah. You know. So. Well, it has uh, has I'm Liam Neeson in it? Sony. Which... So I'm always worried with Sony. 
other than Spider-Man. So it's like one of those things like, let's see what they can do and not shoot themselves in the foot or trip. That's and- going to be hard. It's Sony. Like it's Sony. True. No. And like, <laughs> if, even if you say like people already still liked hotel Transylvania and everything like that, even though the story's a little bland, the animation is great and everything, but you can't really compare that to like, say this is the same studio that did, you know, ghostbusters yeah and all these other films that pretty much flopped and the last sony movie that i saw where i was like wow live action say that i was like oh my god this is awesome was baby driver and i do not give any credit to sony that's purely edgar wright's like sensibilities yeah um well what, I, I, what about... I just don't know because this feels because sony is like one of the most corporately blatant like film you know studios where it's you know, they care about, like, advertisers, brands, you know, like, hopefully they don't have, like, and I'm saying their qualities where Men in Black are just like, wow, I'm so glad we're funded by the Coca-Cola Foundation. Oh, geez. And that yeah, happened. They have like, shit. And... Xperia phones and shit. Yeah, and then they show that they it was made by the same way Slurm is made in Futurama, and they lose that sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Lexus also gets a prominent spot in the uh, in the trailer as well. Uh for the uh, the car that they're driving, but what about yeah. Venom? Wasn't Venom good? That's a Sony product. I heard it was like fun bad. I don't yeah. like to go see Sony films because I don't like the idea of that. If I watch a Sony film and it gives them more encouragement to rip Spider Spider Man away from Disney and Marvel and all that, but now there's a chance Apple might buy Sony, which would re- result somehow in. Disney actually owning full ownership of Spider-Man in some way. So well, I think I think he would lose it. They would lose the rights because technically another the company has been sold off. Yeah. So I think that's why some of the I, I would yeah. have legalese, but I that's, that's, that's why I kind of want. But I, I I mean I've heard great things about Spider-Verse, but I still think that would probably continue in some form or way since all the rights or whatever else. But yeah, Sp- um, Spider it, Spider-Verse. But, was... but I don't like the idea because I would rather have Venom be in like an MCU adaptation of Secret Wars or something like that and maybe they could do the Agent Venom storyline down the road because there's always something but when it's clearly blatantly made just to make money solely off the name and brand which I'm so sick of watching these films which I know they've been doing for years but when you have a good movie that's like oh wow this represents the characters like the MCUs and the MCU and all that all those films where it's like oh yeah that seems to be adapting the character well but then you get something like you know venom where it's like that doesn't seem like eddie brock and it's just it it's just it's just it feels like you're wasting an opportunity and it's that's why i can't fund it it's just i don't like it well i know i'll definitely be checking it out to theater because you can't lose it has uh chris hemsworth and tessa thompson which were awesome and thor ragnarok and liam neeson how can you go wrong with having liam neeson in your film no. Well, you can't. <laughs> uh, also, I'm trying to think of something. I, I no. got nothing for you there. Uh, also, uh, so it's directed by F. Gary Gray. It looks like he's he's fairly new, but he's rumored to be doing a mask movie as well. Uh, please don't let it be a comedy. <laughs> like, would oh, it be what the original comic was? No, no, no. Uh, well, mask. Uh, M. Dot. A dot S the 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 toys the toy line. Oh, good. From the old and the old cartoon, the um, 
Oh, what the hell was it? With all like the different vehicles and stuff. Okay, I thought you meant like the Jim Carrey. No, 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 no. That, that was that's a, oh mask with you know the abbreviation yeah thing. Yeah. Uh, you got to be specific. Man. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I think the mask would be a thing to be rebooted because of the popularity of Deadpool. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Could actually yeah, do yeah. the characters of justice instead of going. But also, you guys heard that like there are people out there saying like, "Wow, audiences want Back to the Future to be rebooted, don't they?" Please. Oh yeah, that's all. No, they don't. The most is, uh, they pulled like a movie you want to see rebooted would be in the number one like, Back to the Future. Were they giving them options? It's like the last oh, thing. Really terrible. <laughs> the fuck was that? Cats fighting. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> so Actually, even they don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's do a quick rundown. Uh, so James and Jen, uh, what do you guys think? Men in Black. Is this something you're gonna go see? Um, I will probably see it, and so that basically means Jen will be like, I will go and I support you. I will see you. it as well. Yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as long as I have the time to see it, I will see it. But unfortunately, my time is sometimes sparing. Okay, and Alex sounds like you're hard no. No, I, I would rather need, I need more information about it before I go see it. Okay. Because there's nothing really that sold me on it. So. Like it's, yeah. not, it's not bad. I'm not just negative about it. Like, but I, I don't want to see anything. It wasn't the thing I like. It was, it's just more of just <laughs> let, let's see what else there is. You know, like yeah, let's no. see what the second trailer has yeah. for you. And yeah, yeah I, I want more aliens. Come on, yeah, I mean, in black. Showed you everything. You know, those callbacks. Look, neuralizer. Look, cool guns. Sunglasses. Black suits. You know, but they're not Ray Bans. <laughs> I know. You know, I saw those too. They're police. Wonder how much police paid for that. Yeah, because like, what if you go see the movie and they're already doing outdated Fortnite memes and dances in the in the movie <laughs> to try to get in the young kids? You know, like you didn't expect that. It's like I thought it was gonna be the fun old times, uh, but not the Carlton dance. You can't have that in there. Oh yeah, dude. There's a lot of people suing them over their dances. That's a whole other subject. Yeah. I mean, they could. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, it was invented by aliens. <laughs> So, uh, no aliens, but we also saw a Hellboy trailer this week. There's aliens in Hellboy. Okay, well, sorry. I read the comics, and I'll bring that up later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Hellboy, uh, it uh, comes out April 12th. It's written by the Hellboy creator, uh, Mike Mignola, who also did Hellboy 1 and 2. Uh, and it's directed by Neil Marshall, uh, who also did Tales from Halloween, which we talked about on Wicked Horror Show. Uh, Staves da uh, stars David Harbour from Stranger Things, uh, Mila uh, Jovovich, I know I'm butchering that name, and Ian McShane. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I did okay? I think so. Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> so this looks like this is a hard reboot. Um, what do you guys think? So my very first reaction, right after we watched the trailer, James looked at me and he said, what do you think? And I said, I want Ron Perlman back. Like, yeah. I just, that was my that was my only takeaway from that. I was like, it doesn't look bad, but I don't like him playing Hellboy. Like, I just am already like, meh, you're not, you're not Hellboy to me. I'm not even sure if Ron Perlman's, like, voice dub would help either because – that voice I associate so much with Hellboy either way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also like you can tell that he's wearing a crap ton of prosthetics. 
Ron Perlman, who was because he worked in the industry for so long with prosthetics. He was it was in a Beauty and the Beast show, right? Yeah. yeah. So like every episode. Yep. So like I, that was my like the more I watched it because I watched it a couple times, the more and more like the mask or the makeup was just like. Did it kind of remind you of like the old Dick Tracy movie where they had like a lot of prosthetics on people? Yes. You know. Yeah. yeah. Where it was just like a little off. And the only reason they got away with it because everyone looked off. Yeah, there was I, something. It was just something about it. It was didn't sit right. I don't know. I like I like the same thing. Like even like Ron Perlman's like voiceover would help. I still like the way it looks. Yeah, like, it, it yeah. still looks like a Hellboy. Like it's one of those things. Like it does look like a Hellboy movie just because it's very easy to make it look that way. Um, I'm just very curious to see. Again, you only saw a couple monsters. You yeah. don't know how they interact yet, but you also saw a lot of gore. Yeah, you you saw them. I mean, there's like a bit of gore in uh, the original Hellboy movies. No, but like in the trailer, like you, I'm just like, wow, they kind of pulled no punches in that. But I'm just worried that they're not. I, I don't. I never read the comics. I, I remember seeing some of the animated films with Ron Perlman in them as well. Yeah, um, and those are more the animated ones. If you saw them, are really close to the comics. Like, but they're it, very good. They, they relied on the humor a lot. That's, that that's why I wanted to bring up, but I want to get everyone's <laughs> opinion first. <laughs> that's actually what I wanted to bring up too. Well, uh, one thing, I mean, we talk about, you know, Hellboy looking a bit off. It seems like they changed the look because I remember seeing a early picture, like before they started filming or, or this was like last year or something like that. And I remember an original, like, a picture of that they showed of Hellboy looked like dead on to the original Hellboy. So did they? I think it was because of the lighting. They had him very dark. And I'm okay. I'm. I'll say this is that I was excited about seeing the new, you know, Hellboy whatever because from what I heard is that one they were going back more to the comics. Cool. And two, it was it looked like, oh, they're going to go for a more darker direction, all that kind of stuff. Sweet. And I'll honestly say is that I don't think Hellboy looks bad, as you said, but I honestly am disappointed because um, it delivered on none of the expectations I had. I think like what a lot of movies do, especially in superhero ones and stuff, it looks like they like to remake the previous films rather than like adapt and make a new movie out of it. You know, because like they still have the Bureau of, uh, uh, you know, Paranormal Research and Defense. And it just looks like Hellboy again. And there's more jokes. And I think it's because of like producer and studio executives saying, well, we got to put more humor in it. So it's more like a Marvel film so we can get that audience in. And it looks too bright. I honestly thought it was going to be like dark, like those pictures and everything, where it looks like a Hellboy movie. You know, where it would be like in dark shadows and all sorts of stuff where it works in with the makeup and everything like uh, it, it it just it missed the mark by a long shot because all the trailer did is make me want to go watch Hellboy like OG Hellboy. It didn't really, you know, it, it, it just um, it just made me want more of Hellboy 3 which would have been the conclusion to the trilogy Del Toro created. And they tried. 
It wasn't like they were like, oh, okay, I guess they're just doing a reboot. They actually were trying to campaign and rally fans around it, and the studio just wasn't having it. And my fear is is that if this doesn't deliver, the idiots and executives or whatever, you know, who's to say, if the movie flops and doesn't do as well as the previous films, they're going to blame the brand and not a, not in their not in their creation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, that's executives like they don't they, they don't want to take the time to do anything other than what has already been there. Yeah, uh, they're scared. I, I, I'm very curious because like Jen said, it's like Ron Perlman. That's Ron Perlman. That's yeah. his character. Um, I'm very curious because it's his character and Del Toro, that was his vision in his movies and his creatures were so vivid and so imaginative. Um, I'm, I'm very curious because you said the writer is the comic book artist. I would love to know how much more input he possibly had. Oh, uh, Del Toro was very much controlled person he controls his movies very tightly how much he inputted on creatures and storyline and plot points other than because it was written by him but you know a lot of times it's written by and then there's like 17 ghostwriters below them fixing it and script doctors and stuff like that. I, th I think that's probably what might happen either way because i really like mike manuel's writing it's very good and mythic and all that kind of stuff and murders a bunch of stuff i saw that there was a baba yaga thing in the movie so it's definitely got some of that manuel stink all over it so i love it and it's uh it looks great but it's still like it makes me kind of wish that the del toro mignola ron perlman like era has ended that's what kind of feels like it's more like we're moving on now almost kind of like uh the first time i saw the amazing spider-man trailer where it just feels wrong where like it's like we're moving on it doesn't matter how you feel you know well, uh, you um, mentioned, you know, Ron Perlman and it being over. Uh, last time we saw him at a convention, he didn't really have – he didn't have anything positive to say. And apparently there's some ill will. Uh, I'll try to see if I can find that clip, and I'll, I'll put it in, uh, you know, somewhere in this discussion. Well, he did an interview with Collider, and it was just – I saw it. It came back on my YouTube feed, and basically they asked him about it. And he goes, no one, no one's called me about it. No one's talked to me about it. And they asked us, Dave Harbour called you up to talk to you about it, would, he take, would you take his call? And he was like, nope, I won't. Now, he said he doesn't have like Ill, any ill will towards you know Dave or anything, but you know he's. It, I, I, I saw the same interview, so I know, and it was... Um, he was joking through it a little bit, because like, I think it's funny, but like I said, you can take some of that to the bank, being like, you could tell that he's upset that they never got a Hellboy 3. And plus, I mean, the, yeah. the dude's pushing 70 and and like everyone says like my it's too old to do it and it's like are you kidding me like are you serious 70s and the 70s the new uh, CGI. yeah <laughs> and uh 70s like the new 30 right i mean like how old is robert downey <laughs> jr he's not the 20 year old man that they keep casting into all these films and shit i well, mean I'm harrison ford is they're gonna do indy five with harrison Johnny Depp, for god's sake is indian jones and the uh nap the new nap time like is he being cast as Abe Sapien for God's sakes? Like, what are they doing? You know. Well, that's another thing I was curious. They didn't show any of more of the original those auxiliary characters, like Abe Sapien or um, Selma Blair's character. Yeah, oh, because I, I, th um, I thought she uh, played the villain in it. Also, I feel bad watching Mila films because her acting ability. I loved her in The Fifth Element, but her reputation for me viewing her as an actress was super tarnished by the Resident Evil franchise. 
it's really hard to watch her and not just go. Ugh. So I, I I thought the uh, the Mila was taken over for Selma Blair's character. She's not. No, she's, she's, she's the villain. She's she's the main antagonist. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, there's a difference. I mean, like in the original comics, uh, it really the the dynamic wasn't really like that. Like they didn't even have a relationship in the comics. But, um, that's a, another thing about the weird thing I think they're doing with Hellboy, which was kind of another disappointing thing, is that um, they keep making Hellboy this weird kind of hot-headed character who kind of runs into danger or something like that, or is like kind of like a little over-charismatic and flamboyant, you know, like when he gets shot, he's like, watch me, and all that kind of stuff, or like a little jokey and weird. Ron, I mean, I almost said Ron Perlman because he's, he's Hellboy. Hellboy is is basically an old man. Like, think of your dad, a worker dad, because that's what Mike Mignola based Hellboy off. He based it off his father. Think of, like, the most blue-collar dude you've ever met who's just done with everything, and that's the contrast in the comics, is that a big demon will pop up out of nowhere and talk about destiny, how everything is, like, a mixture of the universe and how things are supposed to be and all this weird exposition and Hellboy throw a beer bottle at her and just go like shut up are you done talking you know it's great that's the contrast but it's kind of weird when you have like this weird term you need you need Hellboy to be done with everything you need him tired that's why you have as soon as uh Hellboy got back as the old classic Hellboy when he got back to the BPRD he would like immediately crack open a beer and like go to bed and pet his cats because that's all he wants to do He's right. the best at what he does. He just wants to, you know, get his job over with. You know, <laughs> what were you gonna say? Yeah, yeah. Anybody else like feel like they're watching like a Suicide Squad trailer? I feel like every trailer is Suicide Squad trailer because how they time the the time the music. <laughs> like, like literally, like I'm like I'm gonna be sold a bill of goods with this one, aren't I? <laughs> well, let's... Uh, I thought it was okay. I thought the. The ending part was kind of cool. That was about the it. The full halo and the full flaming crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was neat. That, yeah, Even that though part it, was cool because that's super obnoxiously large. <laughs> well, I mean, just in general, even when they're cut, like not you know fully out, like this in general, it's larger than before. Like they they also said that the the person who did the pros like not the prosthetics but like the overall look and pro like you know the makeup and everything else. They said it was insanely hard to follow up the Hellboy films, mm. you know, trying to do this one. I also think that's why they gave him kind of a scar or something. Mm. Um, you know, if you saw it in his makeup and stuff, it's weird. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just it, – did you guys also think – I don't want to be too nitpicky because I still want to see more before I can make Final Judgments, like Men in Black and everything. But um, don't you think his four, like, head is like a little bit taller than it should be? Sure. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Like, Perlman clearly just had, like, those two little horn stubs shoved on his head, but it looked like they gave him an extra oomph on top of well, his head. The horns are large, way larger than before. I'm not even yeah. talking about the horns. I'm talking about, like... Well, I think... No, I'm talking about, like, they cut off horns. They are much larger. Like, his forehead just in general looks larger, but, like, the stumps of the horns are massive compared to before. Yeah, it's it's just... It's weird. It's it's a weird it's a weird look. Yeah. He also has this kind of like weird like 
circular like prosthetic makeup that makes his face look like almost like it was beaten up and bruised and spray painted red yeah yeah that i agree with and can i say the one last thing that i'm super nitpicky about that i think is the most important thing to hellboy that bothers me is that i don't like his right hand of doom it looks it's i don't know if you saw but it's like edged and flattened on the side so it kind of looks like cardboard that was bent around several times and it looks like it reflects too much light so it does kind of look like a cosplay when the older ones look more like stone to take a look at it it yeah. you can see the difference like they clearly like laid some sort of like uh, texture to make it look like stone in the previous films and this one it just kind of looks like I don't know, like they're trying to go for a marble kind of look, but it looks more fake, you know? So um, I don't think you guys can see the visual. So this comes out April 12th, which is uh, prime time for movies. I mean, right before, you know, the the big Marvel push. You think that has a good bearing on whether this will be a good movie or not? it's easter it's going to be easter time so it's going to be it's going to be a movie that's going to come out it's going to come out two weeks before avengers the the avengers is going to leave such a big wake that anything that comes out is hoping to win all weekend because it's going to lose three weekends in a row like yeah yeah Yeah, you are right i'm looking at it (laughs) are you looking at the right hand of doom yeah yeah you see yeah it's kind of weird when I have to describe something where you can't see the visual. Well, I'm looking at it like side by side now. Yeah, definitely. Like, very shiny, very weird. Yeah, there's more light it's coming off very, it than what they're bo- It's like. boxy, too. Yeah. I would have tried to <laughs> fix some of that in post. If, they, if they'll be. Oh, no, that's like the no, general that's, shape that's what they're that going with. Oh, really? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it looks. It's squared off. It's weird. Yeah. See, like I said, it looks like cardboard, doesn't it? Like they bent cardboard to make that circle around his hand. But then they, they, they even bother with trying to make it a circle. It's just like, it's... yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm infecting people with my cynicism. <laughs> I, I'm still going to go. see it. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm still going to go see it. So. I'll, I'll go see it with you. <laughs> I, I'd rather I'd rather say I do not want to see it as in protest because I want Hellboy three. I would okay, rather well, them. You have the animated movies, like you have two animated movies with Ron Perlman. Yep. Well, no, because they were going to do a third one, and they were okay. going to have Lobster Johnson in it, who is another side character. And do you know who they were going to get to play is Lobster Johnson in the animated films? Bruce freaking Campbell. And they were going to get him as the classic, like, hero that inspired Hellboy when he was in, like, his early BPR day, BPRD days. So, do you know who's playing Lobster Johnson now in the new one? Oh, yeah. What was it? Uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Sandman? Sandman. Yep. From Wings. Oh, yeah. From Sandman's Wings? Oh, I love better Wings. than Ash. At least, at least Bruce Campbell in the Spider-Man movies actually actually defeated spider-man by not allowing him to see mary jane in her play <laughs> what's he do i i killed your uncle ben well i forgive you all right bye <laughs> uh speaking of spider-man uh so i guess we're all in agreement we're gonna go check it out except for alex he's gonna give it another trailer or two before you no, decide. i'm gonna stay this weekend <laughs> 
Uh, you think you read me like I'm cynical like I'm going to say like no harumph I'm not going to go see shit I'm just waiting for Apple to buy it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Spider-Man 2 uh, Raimi suit is in Spider-Man for PS4 which a lot of fans have been asking for and uh, they were given what's the powers for this suit I don't know nostalgia Um, (laughs) crying Uh, emo dancing Ooh. <laughs> oh god it makes you faster when you eat pizza <laughs> uh, it's I, too bad they didn't put, input that horrible lazy dialogue that Tom McGuire did in Spider-Man 2 the game <laughs> his line reads were always so great in that oh no I'm gonna be late for Dr. Connor's class <laughs> it's great <laughs> Uh, so uh, it's uh, free DLC out now. Uh, James, did you download it yet? I I, I traded in my Spider Man to get Red Dead. Oh, I beat okay. I I bought Spider Man used. I beat it like the day I got it because I I thought it had a lot more left in the story. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, I want to go get Red Dead now. And then I found a used copy of Red Dead, and I was like, all right, now I'm a cowboy. Nice. I love in Red Dead. You couldn't have both. I no, could. he couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't just you couldn't just say that. It's like, well, what do you think? Did you play it yet? Nah, I sold it. So I can play another game. <laughs> well, no. So, so, the only way he gets games in his house. <laughs> Jen tells me. She tells me. I was like, oh, I beat Spider-Man. She goes, are you gonna get another game now? Oh, are you gonna get Red Dead? I'm like, I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> what are you gonna trade Red Dead for? Uh, I can't. Red Dead is the type of game that you're you're going to be playing that forever. Well, side side note, and Jen can attest to this. When I started playing Red Dead, I looked at her being like, "I don't like this game." You didn't like it at first at all. I heard it was realistic to its detriment. Oh, it's there's some parts in the game. I I don't know how you feel, James, but like when you shoot, like like if you're hunting, and if I hit a deer and it's I don't get it in one shot, then you got to find it, and it's like writhing in pain it just took me way too long to get to the main story oh. that intro stage that oh yeah intro yep. section in the mountains be like, careful if you ever want to play jrpgs man you gotta be careful i don't play jrpgs <laughs> some like, of those intros take five hours man oh, wow. <laughs> well, I'm like i was playing it and i'm just like all right i'm also like the, the worst one scene where you gotta get marston and like the wolves are attacking and i'm like really like i'm trying to kill the wolves and it's not working and I got frustrated. I got to the point where, like, it shouldn't be this complicated. Like, yeah. I don't want to use my shotgun. Give me my revolver. Like they're making me use the shotgun. Like, I'm like, no, but now that I'm actually in like off the mountains and like, and I'm roaming the, the world, I'm having a lot more fun because I'm starting to score on like random, like I'll go hunting. I'm starting to hunt down like legendary animals yep. and all that stuff. So I While keep wearing the Sam Raimi Spider-Man suit. Oh, all day. I have the mask on and everything. And I would love that just for the uncanniness. Spider-Man running like, down deer. Swip, swip. That would honestly be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd make I'm traveling sure, a lot sure faster. Spider-Verse somewhere where you have Cowboy Spider-Man. Cow- Cowboy Rick and Morty. Uh, it, the one thing I don't like is the amount of time it takes to travel. You know, it takes forever to get across. You map. take a bus or a subway, don't you? Oh, uh... until that train gets built. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
stand there what just like past Seth Trango. What a weird fever dream if you just woke up one day and both those games merged together <laughs> and like you have Cowboy Spider-Man swinging through but holding his legs on a horse while going through <laughs> New York. <laughs> uh, so you enjoying it though, James? I, I, I play it an hour or two a night when after Jen goes to bed and you know, yeah. I enjoy it. It's fun. I agree. Absolutely love it. The KKK yet? No, I'm still I'm still in Valentine. I'm starting to do a lot more of the side quests around it. So I just got to stop. Like, I keep punching my horse. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just bored? Or what <laughs> <laughs> you wrong? Or what happened is I'll pull out my gun by accident and shoot the ground in front of somebody. So then they call, like, the sheriff. And I'm like, I don't want bounty bounties on me anymore. Like, I'm not doing anything. Then I just start killing people and witnesses. And I'm like... I'm just going to let's like run away now because I keep forgetting to put the bandana up before I yep. do stupid stuff. <laughs> Other than that, That's no. why Spider-Man wears a mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, he's uh, a menace. I might, I might <laughs> once, I have a feeling once the Game of the Year edition comes out for Spider-Man when it has like all the DLC, all the costumes, I will I will repurchase it at yeah. that point. Well, you'll probably trade Red Dead for it. <laughs> <laughs> for the eight dollars i'll get it because everybody else tried to do it in yeah oh yeah um but isn't there I, I i haven't played it yet i don't like usually asking because i like to go in mostly blind when i play most games like i still know nearly to nothing about the spider-man video game because i want to play that and christmas is coming up so i usually don't buy too many things for myself you know because ah, it's been a crazy week um but uh, isn't there a thing in Red Dead Redemption where there's like the weird side quests? Isn't uh, there one where like there's undead like nightmare. it's the not, not undead nightmare? I mean, in Red Dead Redemption Two, where there's like a vampire or something. Uh, there I saw a video of one. Yes, there is a vampire you can find. Don't give anything in... too much away, but I'm just okay. asking. Like, uh, there... no, I think there's stuff like because I think I think there's like a werewolf or rumor of a werewolf or you know that kind of things. Like, it, I mean, the game is the game is two discs. It's the first two disc game for this system. Like, it's, oh, it's two discs. It's two discs. One disc is just data you download to your system, and the other disc is what you play it on. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember two discs being like a nice, like, oh, wow, this is a big game. This back, is back in the day. You know, it's holy when I shit. Say there's no transitions other than when you die yeah. or get captured. It's straight, it's keep processing. You can run, you can ride your horse for an hour and you're not going to get cutscenes. You're not going to get like a load screen. The horse like, might not like it, but it's awesome. <laughs> I don't even know how much space I even have on my PS4. For God's sake, yeah, I mean, I, every time I download something, I have to, like, kill a child. It feels like it's like, which one you want to blow the bullet on? You know, you can't let go. You got to kill one. I, I, I had to uh, delete a lot of my um, games I got off of PC uh, PS Plus, you know, so. Uh, yeah. External yeah. hard drive, people. At least they go I, in your I, library, right? So 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 what else what else are you watching Leo? I, there's a new there's a show that you watch that no one else cares yes. about because the channel is terrible. <laughs> uh so we'll use that transition to talk about DC. Uh the <laughs> So um there's a trailer out right now for Doom Patrol uh and if you have not heard DC made the mistake of making their own app 
with streaming services. That's absolutely horrendous. Um, and Doom Patrol, they did a two-episode arc on Titans, um, which I didn't really... It, it was okay, but I'm like four episodes behind on Titans. They just finished off the series or the season, and um, I don't know. It's not... not I thought it was going to be better, you know? It, it's really... It's taking the whole season, and they're still not as a group, you know? Um, Why did they get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you okay there, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll be all right. <laughs> nice, nice Simpsons ball, Alex. Nice mm-hmm. Simpsons ball. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Doom Patrol it comes out in uh, February 14th, uh, and it has – actually, let me pull up the – so it has the Brendan Fraser so as Robot Man, uh, Diane Gabriero as Crazy Jane, Matt Bomer as Negative Man, uh, April Bobley as uh, Elastic Woman, uh, Joyvin Wade as Cyborg and Timothy Dalton as the Chief and uh, you guys made a nice comment why isn't Cyborg in Titans I mean that's why is Cyborg not anywhere why is Cyborg in Justice League why He's is a teen Titan why is it so hard to make a narrative where it's like <laughs> oh Cyborg was a teen Titan oh now He's on the freaking Justice League. Why can't you make a narrative, damn it, DC? Just, we understand it. We can comprehend it. If you want a black person to be in Justice League so you have diversity in it, why don't you get Mr. Terrific? Oh, wait, you can't do Mr. Terrific because he's not a big brand at the moment, so you'd rather change other characters into certain, you know, demographics so you can appeal to a wider audience instead of actually trying to adapt characters that already are that. For the love of God, can you at least try once in a while? It's the same thing with, you know, Mother... You have Doom Patrol. You know who was on Doom Patrol? Beast Boy. You could have a crossover because of Beast Boy. But they put <laughs> Cyborg in it for the weird, arbitrary reason. It makes no sense. Uh, DC constantly... Thank you for being... Thank you for saying it. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, well, I'm so... someone would bring that point up. Uh, so actually, thing, I don't like how Cyborg looks. Second thing, it looks too big. Like it doesn't even like it looks so incredibly fake. I understand you're a TV show; you have a limited budget. But so don't play your Shakespeare Halloween. <laughs> uh, so if you haven't watched Titans, it, it's it's dark. They kill people, and it, it's uh, the final episode. I I breeze through it. It's um. Essentially, Batman, uh, somebody kills Commissioner Gordon. Batman goes insane, spoiler alert, and essentially just wipes out everybody in uh, Arkham Asylum. Uh, And then um, uh, Jason uh, Todd uh, actually rats out who Batman is. He's Bruce Wayne. He goes to the police. The police barge uh, the mansion, and Batman wipes out all the police. So it's... uh, so, WTF? Yeah. But, but I'm sure the writer wanted oh, oh. to get fired. It just <laughs> didn't. Hold on. J- James was going to say something. The thing is, because, again, it's they can't do anything right, and we'll get back to two things, the conversation we had before, and <laughs> what right is 
something special. They were just like, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. If you really care and bought the service, it's all a dream. Yep. It's all a dream in Dick Grayson's head that this happened. Yep. Or they're trying to do the white. Oh, yeah, Dick Grayson, not Jason Todd. They did where Joker became the good guy. Mm. Yeah, like, when I saw, like, I saw the trailer, I'm like, okay, this got my attention. This looks really cool. Like, I like where they're going with this. Because it reminded me a little bit of the animated series where the the where the episode where uh, Commissioner Gordon yeah. was after Bruce Wayne and it's again spoilers it's another dream it's yeah. the Mad Hatter is it Mad Hatter that does it I thought it was Scarecrow, Didn't Scarecrow, Scarecrow, like... Scarecrow who it's Barbara Gordon's fear is that she dies and then Jim Gordon find, knows it's already Bruce Wayne and then hunts them down like and basically because you killed my daughter because you got my daughter Oh my god! Like it's just weird. It's just weird. I don't, I don't get it. It's um, it it goes beyond like that same conversation where you have to have like like, whenever it says like, why does Batman just kill people? Come on! It it's uh, it's like a it's like a ten minute conversation of like morals and justice and basically his psychosis. You know? Did you not see Batman Returns where he lights a guy on fire and drops a thing of dynamite down the? <laughs> sewer with him like that's also the weird excuse that always people bring up is that like people base things off the movies and it's like the same thing of like i like sherlock holmes because he like detects stuff and it's like well didn't you see the movie where it was set in modern day they can do that and it's like well that's not what that's not what the book was <laughs> it's, when, like, it's like when people remake batman over and over it's like why can't he kill people he killed people in the movies and it's like then don't, don't do it <laughs> you'd be more different for the benefit of the film and oh god it's always a fight it's always i'm oh god <laughs> well uh so to get back on track dc universe um if you haven't subscribed please don't because the service absolutely sucks uh they... oh wait leo isn't brandon frazier uh robot man uh, just the voice not the actor yes yeah yep yeah but i love that i love seeing him back in action they showed a picture like a poster where he was like I think a race car driver. It is like him playing, you know, Brendan Fraser playing like a race car driver gets into the action and everything. Yeah. But it's really cool because I love Brendan Fraser. He was on top of the world in the early 2000s. And then I think it was like he got destroyed due to like his wife and everything. And it was just miserable if you're in furry vengeance. And, um, and we haven't seen him in a while. So it's kind of yeah. nice to see him back again. And uh, Matt Bomer from um, uh, what is that show on TNT? He does I don't watch TNT? No. He was in Chuck. He was in what? Chuck. Chuck. Um, not in plain sight. He was uh, a thief that goes to work for the FBI. Um. Anyway, I, I loved him in that series. So it. it I don't know. I may cancel DCU before then, but I pre-bought the year, so uh, I might be stuck with it. <laughs> well, you can still cross your fingers that hopefully, hopefully it'll get better. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. But Titans hasn't really, you know, grabbed me. You know, I I haven't felt an urge to watch it. Um, but I mean, DC in itself has. Uh, I don't know. It's like they they want to self destruct. I mean, I watched Elseworlds. I don't know if anybody else watched Elseworld with the CW crossover. 
I kind of uh, want to catch up with Flash before I check out any of the crossovers. Yeah, it's it's they Batwoman. The whole hype for Batwoman, and she's like in it for like five minutes, and the only thing she does is like throw a batarang at somebody. You know, it, it's I don't know DC. The only thing good thing they have good going for it is our main topic, Aquaman. <laughs> The only good thing? Not the only good thing, but okay. <laughs> Aquaman, Wonder no, Woman. No, basically Wonder Woman then. Yeah. Again, where it's like, everyone's like, it's great. And then like maybe a week from now, people go like, it's okay. No, no. It, it, I, I think Aquaman, well, tell you what, James and Jen, <laughs> we'll kick it over to you. <laughs> so, for me going into this, the bar was really, really low. Like, really low. Like deep depths of the ocean low? Yes. Lost city of Atlantis <laughs> low. Bad. And to the point, I was going simply to make fun of it. Like, it was well known. I was joining James on this journey so I can laugh at it when we got done. So, I actually really like it a lot. Now, is it because I like it because it's great? Or do I like it because the bar was so low that just going a little bit over it just was like, wow, I didn't expect it to be okay. Like, I don't, I'm still torn on, like, was it really good or was it just better than what I thought it was going to be? <laughs> Maybe that's going to be DC's thing now. Like, the expectation's so, so low that when, it, when it's semi-competent, it's, Yay. <laughs> is that all it takes that's how i feel about wonder woman where i'm like that was better and like I, i'm not saying that it was a shit movie i was just saying like it's more like harry potter than any other movie i've seen aside um, from those other harry potter films i mean i'm with jen like i went in there and like i said i i, I was sitting in the chair and i looked over her before we watched it. i said this is either like really it's gonna be really bad so bad it's good like that bad it's good thing or it might be it might entertain and be entertaining Without giving, I mean, you, I mean, the funny thing is, they kind of like you already know, like how the ending is going to play out, just because if you're, you know, two percent <laughs> of anything about Aquaman, you know his his two a bunch of fishes. Um, <laughs> but you, you, you kind of get what they do is they kind of sprinkle his origin story throughout the, the uh, throughout the movie, which is actually really I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, and it kind of just picks up like you have the story arc, so it picks up after Justice League. And my question was, when was this story going to take place? Is it going to take place before Justice League or after Justice League? I, you don't know because you don't know what is happening with this extended universe, the cinematic universe from DC. <laughs> so I thought Jason Momoa just took it and ran with it. Yeah. And he carries this movie like a torch. And it you could tell he had a lot of input in the character. You could tell that he had a lot of input on, you know, what what the a little bit of the arc and the development of the character was going to be you know a lot more than say he, uh, Henry Cavill did or yeah. you know Ben Affleck or maybe maybe a little bit more than like Gal Gadot like you know well they because... also that's also they wanted more things that's one of the biggest contracts that happened with Cavill is that he wanted more control of the character and they were not giving it to him um, it's probably because you're talking about like when you're talking about Batman and Superman you have such like iconic characters. Not saying Wonder Woman and Aquaman are iconic, but you don't have such a like they don't have such like known lore yeah. that yeah. you know you have to like oh no it has to be this way. You can have a little bit more leeway with it. 
Yeah. Because the best thing you can do in a movie is work with your actors because they embody the character. Yeah. Well, so I'll, I'll also continue what you were saying. You're off. Sorry. It's okay. And it was and it was very good to the point where it, it pacing was the pacing in this movie was fan yeah the, the the movie's almost two and a half hours long it's a long movie it doesn't feel it doesn't feel, feel like you're there for long. two and a half hours okay. it moves it hits the beats it has to hit it hits it in good strides it's good time wise like i said you you you're kind of moving along with the story and, it, and you build to that crescendo you keep do you get bigger and bigger and bigger and you know towards the end you're sitting there and you're literally being like okay what's going to happen next what's going to happen next the soundtrack is unbelievable. Uh, the visuals are off the charts. We saw an RPX, so the Regal IMAX, non-IMAX screen, which was really nice. Um, and it was just it was just super enjoyable. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's one of those things <laughs> like, again, maybe because my expectations were so low and I was going to go there basically to make fun of it because uh, Jen makes fun of me because I think he's a fantastic character. Especially the, re- the, the telling of it because you have this character which everybody makes fun of from super friends to robot chicken to like that's the he's arc. the joke he's character. the joke of the justice league cuz they would make that joke and you see oh him. yeah i been i've been there as a defense for Aquaman because it's like no he can do cool stuff oh yeah he, he has to protect like 3 quarters of the world not just 1 quarter so it, it, it kind of brings back stuff he says like unite the seven you find out what the seven are it's not the seven seas it's the seven kingdoms like you you learn a little bit more about the mythology of this character and it's not in a way where it's just feeding you exposition no it's and done that's what i hate really like well. you know you've yeah. got you get fed exposition you know but you know just Momoa was great william defoe was surprisingly good like you know nicole kidman i enjoyed i thought she crushed it in her scenes oh my god and nicole kidman does she even friggin' age what the hell is wrong with her <laughs> it's yeah what's wrong with you i know you listen um what's wrong with you? but with that in mind i you're alex Hoy. let me know i did have thoughts <laughs> because there's a couple scenes in here um that i questioned and jen we talked about a little bit my biggest thing and this is just my two cents on it of the day was um there's a scene, and you see it in the trailer, like there's a tsunami. You see the ship crash. You see it like the big wave coming to the coast. That's found out. There's like the the king, <laughs> the, the king of Atlantis. I forget what his name is. Ne- ne- Orin? Huh? Is it Orin, his brother? Oh, yeah, Orin. Um, and Ocean he, Master. Ocean Master. Yep. And that's they, they play that up, being like, if he does this, he becomes the Ocean Master. Like that's what they play up. Um. And, does he, oh, does he get the squid mask thing? Does he ever get the squid head? Okay, that's good. And, and, and the eyes move with it too. It's actually really good. Patrick Wilson, oh, cool. really good. he chews the scenery just a little bit, but he's really good nonetheless. Okay. Um, but I uh, there's this, this big thing where it's just like you know this big wave tsunami comes and pushes all the a lot of the ships on the coast, all the trash gets on the coast and it hits every coastline, and they show like news clips of it. So you already know that it's after justice league because mira comes out of the water was like you defeated steppenwolf you protected atlantis when was it that wooden i hope not she walked no, just she... walked out of the ocean you defeated steppenwolf she, she actually she was, really good. She like, was better than better justice than, league yeah 
thought uh, you were gonna say like she was a quest giver in like a game where she just merges out of nowhere like Oblivion or something. Just goes like, you were afraid of Steppenwolf. Now I need you to go on this quest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she kind of yeah, just kind of she like, does kind of just pop she, up. She, she, they're leaving a bar, and you see in the background, you see her walking out of the water, and it's like, okay, like this is where the plot kind of kicks up. But like they're showing all this damage, they're showing all this like destruction. And I look at, I'm sitting there being like, okay, so they know, like, Superman's back. Like, they know he's back. Not once, you're not like, well, Superman's helping clean up or helping, like, figure out what's going on. Nothing. So there's no reference. To, like, the Justice League. To the Justice League at all throughout this whole movie. Yep. And I was kind of like, well, they're useless underwater. Like, what do you want them to do? Maybe Batman can rig some submarine. Like, I kind of understood why they weren't mentioned, because I was like, for two seconds just to throw that you know out yeah like, well also didn't he i also think it's just like what's weird is that every part <laughs> of that you know every character in movie out of you know the dcu dceu or whatever everyone's the redheaded stepchild so like no one kind of fits well, well he and, was... and then then you have this epic climax of the movie where they're fighting like above like on the ocean like actually on like the surface so you have all these ships you have a big atlantean ship there you have all this other stuff and i'm sitting there i'm looking at chen being like no one sees this like nobody like not bruce lane who's the most paranoid person in the world who has files on all these people like not being like oh look there's a big who's got their logos already designed for him yeah, like it's stu- it's stuff like that. I'm sitting there being like, how is like not no not more people know about this? But they did name drop one thing and they called it a metahuman. <laughs> like that's the one thing they pulled out of like like I felt like DC ness was like oh there's it's, it's their type of mutant yeah metahuman thing. But like the action was good. Black Manta was great. <laughs> the villain. I, I did have one thing <laughs> I thought <laughs> was amazing where this is where this movie could have went really poorly and i feel like leo will agree really villain music every time every time <laughs> like oh wait there's a bad guy dun, 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 dun. every time <laughs> like sorry i forgot i thought it was a good guy for a second yeah. thank you for oh, reminding yeah. me oh the horn and the drums it was like dun, 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 dun. How, how are we going to convey to the audience that this is a bad person yeah Hey, can, you, can you pull out your keyboard for a second? <laughs> but it was funny because, like, I mean, I started laughing towards the end. I was like, I got it. I figured this out already. Uh, was it really that kind of jokey thing where, like, you hear the exact same music, so it conditions oh. you to be like, oh, here we go. Yes. So, so oh no. So, so the, the and, and like, as I can pull parts, like I said, there were there were some like Patrick Wilson, like I said, can eat some scenery. You know who was surprisingly good actor? Dolph Lundgren. Yes. He was. Surprisingly yeah. good as yeah. was one of the other kings. For a quick second, I thought like I know you didn't say it, but I kept thinking about Patrick Warburton and how great he would be in this. Movie. But 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 like I said, it, uh, it, if you want something to just like I said, I, I had fun at it. It's yeah. definitely one of those movies like it was really good. The you know they gave Black Manta actually like really good a good screen time. It wasn't one of those throwaway villains that were like yeah, there's two villains in this movie. And he gets ample screen time, and you get to see how he becomes it and why he's this villain. And it, it actually comes to a point in the movie where Aquaman's like, "I I created him. Like, I'm the reason why he did all that." <laughs> like it's real. It's it's a really good script. I, I enjoyed it. You know, 
the one thing that made me chuckle is in the opening credits you see or end credits executive producer Zack Snyder and I'm like ooh can't they couldn't just like like kind of just well, you, you also you also know that like uh there there's rumor going around now because people keep asking them and they would you be okay especially after seeing this film is that James Wan might potentially also take over the direction of where the DCU franchise goes. Well, no, he is. He is now? Yeah, he, he said whoever was in charge of the Conjuring films is now leading the, the, the DC movies. He's like, not James Wan, but like some of his other producers. Now, if I went back in time and, you know, kicked in your door and said like, hey, you know that movie Saw and all the other weird, you know gore porn stuff that's on there right now yeah. well imagine that guy but doing all of these superhero movies well, so so here's one point that uh that i think yeah, where this think of the movie leo <laughs> so where this succeeds and uh you know i absolutely loved the movie i went into it thinking it was going to be awesome and i came out you know absolutely amazed i i i loved every bit of this movie just about um, but one thing I remember seeing a interview with James Wan, uh, talking about, you know, Aquaman where he was pretty much left to his own devices. They didn't really have too much, uh, the, the, you know, the big wigs over at DC didn't really have too much interaction, not interaction, but, you know, um, they let him do what he needed to do. And the cool thing was James Wan's a fan. You know, and I think that's what we really need at DC. You need somebody to be left alone. You need a fan that really loves the DC universe to set it right. Um, and he even joked about in the interview, you know, giving some uh, uh, some of the fans some of the stuff from Super Friends, which I thought was awesome. We got like the the orange and green suit. Uh, we got him riding a uh, a seahorse at some point. <laughs> Um, and you know, it, it's, uh, I want to see more of this, you know, I, the, the intro in the aquarium was awesome. You know, uh, it, it's, uh, I just, I just want to see more of this. I, I absolutely loved it. So, I mean, right now box office mojo has it tracking about 84 to 90 million opening weekend. Yep. I thought it was 70. They it made twenty four yesterday, so just twenty four times three is where you get that's where they get the estimate from. Um, I mean it's 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 number one. Like I said, you you had Bumblebee come out and a Disney movie, so you are getting split take for them as well. Spider Verse is still in the theaters, you know, getting some money, and that's killing a lot. Like that's it, doing pretty good. Yeah, and so it's one of those things. Like I'm with Leo. I want to see more. And the funny thing is how good Wonder Woman was and how well Aquaman is. I am, and I told Jen at dinner <laughs> this last night, I want Flashpoint now. I want to see Aquaman versus Wonder Woman, the Athenians versus the Amazonians versus oh, yeah. the Atlanteans. Like, I want that story arc now. Like, Flashpoint, I want the quest for competence. <laughs> But like I'm, but but I'm, but again, it's one of those things. Like you, you see two good franchises, and I still think they're very much gun ho about doing the Flash movie because I th th that's the one movie that just won't die. Like they've already poo pooed Man of Steel two. They've already poo pooed like I don't believe this Batman movie is ever coming out with my with um 
with the guy from Matt Reeves. I, I, I don't think that movie's ever coming. Yeah, I mean, the dude who played Batman left. I mean, come on. So, and, and Jake Gyllenhaal just signed with Marvel. Like, you're not, you're not getting him. You're not no. getting him. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm very much, I'm on board. Like I said, they kind of won me over with Wonder Woman. They kept my interest at Justice League because I kind of knew it was going to be like a sewn together movie. And it didn't like completely kill my love of Superman and that stuff. And Aquaman just kind of is putting me up in that, that next level. I, I have hope for Shazam coming out in February. I think that will be interesting because if yeah. this is the way they're going and they're getting, like you said, uh, or Leo said, you have fans who are like these properties and they're making the movies because they like them. Because isn't Kevin Feige a fan of Marvel? He was a fan of Marvel. Before. Oh yeah. Like, I think I think they've gotten two hits and they've seen how it works. And I was telling Jen like, I I want a Man of Steel too. Like, I want another Henry Cavill standalone Superman movie. I still think he's one of the better ones. Um, I think he he can make the character a lot more of his own if it's not dark and gritty and <clears throat> snapping snapping people's necks. Um, but I feel like, you know, you don't need another Superman movie. You don't need another Batman movie because they their their lore is already out there. I want to see another Aquaman movie because I don't know enough about the character. I want another Wonder Woman movie again. I don't know enough about the character. I know just enough from the animated movies. I know just enough from yeah what i've read you know i'm looking for a green lantern movie i would love it i would love the um is it green lantern Wars? yeah or, or yeah that or like you already got you've already introduced lanterns already in justice league you know they already mentioned yep. them like yeah already there so like you don't need an origin story with the lanterns but like you know if you're going to do it are you going to do it with hal jordan or john stewart like which who are you going to do like i would love to see the john stewart one it's John Stewart, right? I'm not messing that up. Yep. No, that's him. John Stewart. I would love to see that version so the Hal Jordans already know it. So, or like, you know, or, or Guy Gardner. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> there's plenty of things to do. So, you know, if I'm Warner Brothers, like, yeah, you know, I would reach out to, you know, I know Harry Cavill said, I don't want to be that I'm going to pop in for these Justice League movies or I'm going to be this person to tie these all these movies together. I want my own movie. I get it. But at the same time, like you, 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 that's kind of how Superman is, though. Like, he doesn't need to be in every movie. You can build these other things and not have. Well, I also agree and disagree only that, like, Batman, Superman is that there are stories that are so, like, they're established, like you said, but there's also so many stories that have not been done. Just like how people, like, kind of know Aquaman, just like, oh yeah, he's a guy who talks to fish, he's like an heir to Atlantis or whatever, you know, like, at least you know enough about that, but there's a lot more to these characters, like you could get Court of Owls and all that other stuff, and with Superman is that, if they make a really good Superman movie, where you actually have a competent storytelling of like Superman's world and everything else like that, you'd also know why Superman can't help everyone all over the world, because he has a lot of stuff going on, especially that he has stuff that even goes outside of Earth, that they never usually tackle. I mean, like, what if, like, there's, like, outside of, you know, the solar system, he has to fight Brainiac from getting closer and taking over, and, like, that's not, that's why he doesn't, like, come and help and just weave in all the other films, because you can come with the assumption, like, oh, I wonder if he's doing something else. Same with the Marvel franchise, and it's like, why can't they just call this other person, and often they kind of address that, you know, like, why isn't Iron Man coming in and saving this guy? Well, that, the reason is because of this, or 
why can't Doctor Strange just solve this problem? Well, it's because he's solving this issue, you know? Oh, no, and, and, that's, and that's what I mean. Like I said, you build these – you don't need to every everything refer to everything else. Like Aquaman didn't – they only referred Steppenwolf. So if you didn't know – if you didn't know Justice League existed and you saw this movie, no pun intended, yeah. in a bubble – you know, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't do like, okay, that's someone he fought. Like, okay, yeah. cool. Like not knowing that was a Justice League movie. My other thing I told Jen walking out of the dinner, we, I was like, this, like, question. How did he, in the movie, he goes, oh, by the way, I never got your name tomorrow. Did this happen after Justice League? Yeah. We had a very intense conversation in Atlantis where like, I need this, I need my mother's trident. So you go down there, have a cu- cu- question asking. You seem to know who that person is. She seems to know you. How do you not know her name? Like, that was my one, like, I looked at him like, that's so stupid. Yeah, like, that was yeah. like... Well, uh, so do you think they're trying to separate themselves? Because there was also one line that he said where he doesn't like working in teams or he doesn't like working in a team. Well, he said that in Justice yeah, League. Like... Yeah. Because, because he, you know, he, when he first met Bruce Wayne, he goes... I'm going to do my own thing basically before he got in the water with leather pants. Um, <laughs> and then like the only reason he joined was because Atlantis got attacked. Yeah. Again, that contradicts what you find out of this movie that he could care less about Atlantis because you find out what Atlantis did to his mother, you know, so that's why he hates Atlantis. Like why would he defend it? Like, Um, I, I do want to ask, uh, one of the complaints I kept hearing about was that it was kind of overabundant with CGI stuff. Was that true? Did it like, was it like obnoxious to a point? It, it wasn't obnoxious. I like how they did the, the, the underwater scenes and yeah. stuff like that. They, they solved the whole like air bubble thing they did in justice league to talk like yeah. they talk through the water and it looks really good yeah but you can tell there's a ton of cg because of just where you're at you're at a place where you're gonna do a lot of cg because no one's really standing everybody's floating in water like yeah unless you have really committed actors that can shoot on a blue screen <laughs> underwater well so, so so here's one thing that i really enjoyed too is how everybody sounded underwater you know it oh you was, heard like echo like yeah so like you sounded like like if you put speakers underwater you can still hear them but there's like that little bit of muffled to it yep hmm. it's like really good like i said there are good like f- there's a ton of good practical c- scene set scenes which was like really good to a point where like there's you see them walking out of the ocean like you see them physically walk out of the ocean onto the beach like that could have easily been done like cgi or in a studio no you could tell that they're on location and they're filming them literally just walking out of the ocean like that was really cool and stuff like that so hmm. i like i said i enjoyed it i mean it's definitely if you're interested in seeing the world keep building yeah it's definitely worth watching so you know this this means shazam's gonna suck right no. Every every other every other film it seems. No, it, just because the the other Justice League and, and uh, Batman versus Superman, you know, you had heavy uh, studio interference with those. Uh, that's I, what I. That's what you interest me when you said that like, there wasn't too much meddling and like I can see how that can make it better. Yeah, I think the farther we get away from Snyder, the better. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll wasn't see. uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, no, nah, whatever. Even though Aquaman was in pre-production before Wonder Woman, 
Well, I mean, I mean, like a lot of films are. Uh, it's it's just so weird how you know films can trend like that because, you know, like it, it's been said before, but I mean, like the whole DCU started with the mentality of the Dark Knight when everyone was shifting towards likability of Avengers, and it just always this weird like shift in tones throughout the entire franchise. And what these films seem to be happening is that. DC took a hard punch when they tried to chase where Marvel built up to and got way ahead of themselves without, like, having some, like, you know, thinking ahead, um, especially, like, having a Batman near the end of his career to launch a franchise. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's not going to work with longevity. Or what, are you going to have, like, Batman Beyond come in while you know, you're still in- introducing characters? That's insane. You well, know? Is to go back and do, like, a year one. Yeah, or just, like, it, you just, what they're learning now since they took a hard punch is that they went, they're going smaller. And that's where they seem to be doing it. Wonder Woman? All right, that was good. Aquaman? Sounds good. All right, cool. And Shazam does well. It just seems like they'll do stepping stones and start building up their franchise. Flashpoint will probably come out and they'll softly reboot things, kind of like what Men in Black is currently doing, kind of. Where it's like it's it's kind of the same. We're keeping some stuff, but none of uh you know murdery Batman or murdery <laughs> Superman or murdery yeah. murderers yeah um, are doing anything. I want a Static Shock movie. Me too, but not with Jaden Smith. <laughs> no, because that was the rumor a while back. A lot of people were talking about talking him up that he was going to play Static Shock, and it's no. like no, I I don't think I can emulate with a uh, nepotist or what, what's it called a uh, not not nep- not nepotism but narcissistic delusional you know affluenza kid as a relatable uh kid who just got superpowers back shock is great <laughs> well uh i know we're uh running a little late uh so we'll finish this up this is our christmas episode uh so obviously we'll finish things up with uh aquaman i recommend you go see it uh james and jen i'm assuming same thing thumbs up yeah okay uh so it being christmas you know we wanted to talk about our festive, festive picks of the week yeah festive picks of the week sounds good uh, the uh, Kurt Russell Santa Claus movie on Netflix. That's my pick of the week. <laughs> I have to go to my my old standby is the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Santa Claus. I'm going home alone. <laughs> also because that commercial is fantastic. So oh, the only one. Dolan's <laughs> been all over the place this month. <laughs> Yeah, the Angry Video Game Nerd one was really good, too. And he was on Red Letter Media, which was awesome. Uh, Check out Best of the Worst. It's great. So I read something about Santa Claus. I guess the original script, Tim Allen, like, accidentally shoots Santa Claus. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That seems like a Tim Allen thing to do, though. Oh, can you print that out? We can do, like, a script read on what, the next show. Yeah. <laughs> what you, what's your pick? Uh, I have to go with Elf. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, it's just amazing. Alex? Check out Happy on Netflix. Oh, it's yes. great. Oh, yeah, I started watching that. Really? Happy, Happy is great. 
if you, want, if you want to watch a man, you know, try to go out and uh, find a girl that was kidnapped with the help of the girl's imaginary friend on this coke-fueled, cranked thrill ride made by one of the guys who made Crank. Ah, oh, it's great. <laughs> and it oh, has, it's great. Uh, Uncle plays a little plays a little unicorn. It's awesome. His name is Happy. It's great. <laughs> uh, I totally agree. I caught it on its uh, first run. Absolutely loved it. And it has uh, Maloney in it from uh, Law and Order. Oh yeah, yeah, I love him. Uh, He's great. Um, he, he was a Man of Steel, wasn't he? In the he first was. one, he yep. was like the. He was also he also voiced Green Lantern in one of the animated features. I think it was Green Lantern First Flight or something. Really, and he makes a pretty good Hal Jordan if you think about it. <laughs> Uh, so for Nathan Fillion. Uh, you mentioned uh, Elf. My wife absolutely loves that. She uh, watches it. She watched it twice last weekend, uh, and I think <laughs> she, she'll watch it like half a dozen times. You know, each year, it's just crazy. It's always it's great. Boring. Yeah. Um, any Christmas traditions you guys do? Anything you have to watch? I usually get sick for Christmas. That's tradition. Year two going strong. Year, last year, uh, she was like, to a point, like, we were supposed to do Christmas out in Leicester. And I came out that weekend to come pick her up. Because we were going to come back Christmas night, Christmas day night, and do presents with the boys. Because we got uh, Logan a Switch, and I wanted to see him open it. Um, so, I come out Saturday, or yeah, Saturday morning, yeah. to come pick her up. She is like, hi, James. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> like, but like and then we go home she's like burning up she has no appetite she's like sinus she's just not able to do anything to a point where she was we almost came to the point where like we i can't drive her to my house even just to put her to bed and so the funny thing is with that is we have two completely separate memories of that christmas because she just remembers being sick I that's it. I that's, bear, I don't really remember eating. I don't remember presents. Like I nothing. Or no. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Yes, she her being sick. But like I remember, we got to my house. We watched. She fell asleep watching. It's a Wonderful Life. And I was watching. It's a Wonderful Life. She fell asleep on the couch with me. Did you uh, have a sickly fever dream while watching it? <laughs> it was like that's what's happening to you. <laughs> and and so I so we went to bed and we woke up in the morning and we went downstairs and did presents, did stuff with my mom. But it snowed. It was snowing last Christmas day, and it was a nice Christmas type snow. Like, and that's what I remember. Like on our first Christmas, it was one of those snowing Christmas morning type of memories. And she's like, "James, I don't remember it. I was in a medicated coma." Pretty like, sure I was close to dead, but I'm glad you had a good Christmas. <laughs> uh, for me, and actually, we actually did it today. Um, we make I make cookies this Saturday. I grew up um, the Saturday before Christmas. Um, my, we invite all my family over. We used to go caroling up and down our street. We had like a nice, nice neighborhood. So we did that. We had a couple houses, but we'd make cookies in the afternoon, and then we'd come back from doing caroling. My mom would have a big pot of, you know, homemade hot chocolate, you know, with you know milk and Hershey powder and stuff like that, with like fluff and stuff like that. And then we would watch a Muppets Christmas Carol. So we actually down, we rented a Muppets Christmas Carol, and uh, we we're hopefully going to watch some of that uh, tonight. Before we nice. So. Hmm. Yo-Yo, do you have any traditions that you do? Work. Uh, I, I, unfortunately, well, yeah, I, I don't want to depress you guys, so no. 
No, I, I got nothing for you guys. Let's do it. Don't be such a Grinch or a Scrooge or whatever fits that bill. Come on. Christmas. Yo, yo. It's a fun one. It's the best. Yay. There's a fat man who breaks into your house. It's fun. <laughs> uh, what about you, Alex? Um, uh, Get panicky trying to buy all last minute gifts because I realize like, oh, it's not that far away. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> um, I usually uh, get everything I can together. I try to be thoughtful in my gifts without trying to completely destroy myself in the bank. Um, but you know, I always go over to my aunt's house, um, and we usually have like a Christmas Eve, uh, party where we open gifts and, you know, trade each other. Well, we do, we do buckets rather than stockings because we used to do long stockings for everybody, but we put too much stupid junk in it. So we couldn't do that anymore. So everyone got their own buckets and <laughs> five dollars um, like the Home Depot buckets. Basically. Yeah. We have like these big buckets <laughs> that we just like Sharpie our names onto it. And we usually put them in another room and we bring them all out. And it's it's uh, very nice and everything. The only difference is, is that it's a long tradition that we've been doing for a, a long time. But since my father passed away and my grandma before that and everything else, it's been getting smaller. So it's always nice. It always feels like a tradition that we're still carrying on. But it's still a little bit um, not weird, but more... Uh, um, nice yeah, not, yeah. So more more um not to be mournful but you know it's always kind of weird because it's such a tradition with everyone that it's kind of hard to forget who isn't there anymore you know well it's, it's great that you're keeping it up because that that's one thing i know with my family you know after you know some key people uh go away it's uh those traditions and those yearly things you know they'll disappear uh, so it's great that you're keeping it up. Keep it up, and uh, you know you'll you'll be very thankful in the years to come. Yeah, and uh, stocking stuffers can get a little hard if uh, have you, <laughs> since I had surgery, I can't have much food as of right now. So I actually got a call from my aunt saying like, I do not know what to even put in your stocking because <laughs> I can't have like little trinkets or like food stuff because they can throw candy and stuff in there, but they can't do that. So they're just trying to think. And I, I know they're probably not going to listen to us. I bought them a, a lot of beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Leah? Uh, well, um, you know, I was in the same boat with Yo-Yo for a while, working retail for far too long. And it's, uh, you know, I didn't really have too many traditions growing up other than, uh, you know, every um, Christmas Eve, my dad's side of the family would come up. Uh, and then every Christmas day was my mom's side of the family. So it was always, you know, just two days full of, you know, tons of family because my fam's family was absolutely huge. Uh, but nowadays it's, uh, you know, just, um, uh, you know, spending a lot of time with uh, Megan's family. Uh, we were going down to Pennsylvania every year, uh, but now we're staying local. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, just spending time with family and that's about it. That's sweet. Yeah. It's really sweet. All right. I think it's a nice touching way to end the show. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, there we go. Our first Christmas episode. First of many. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Or, you know, happy post-Kwanzaa and everything. Hope you had a good one and everything. Yeah. Post-Kwanzaa. And... Kwanzaa doesn't start until after Christmas. I thought it was before. 
I have a wonderful box. Day, day after Christmas is the first day of Kwanzaa. Really? Yep. yep. Okay. All right. Well, happy Festivus then. Well, yeah, right. happy upcoming Hanukkah. Sorry, I no Hanukkah. I look like I look like two different things there. Uh, Hanukkah is... on a happy note. <laughs> oh, Alex, you, you know you know what? X gonna give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm gonna do it with my cold. It's coming from Santa. On Monday night, you're gonna you're gonna come down the chimney with that blasting. <laughs> I'm gonna use the coal for burning. I won't say what, but it's for burning. Uh, you know that that reminds me. Uh, too bad we don't uh, work together, Alex, because uh, when I was working uh, for a t-shirt company, uh, there was this one guy that hated that Friday song. Uh, they're still uh, laughing. <laughs> uh, so I said, I'm it trying up. to listen to you, but there's like a square box where they're just sitting there, red faced and like laughing like demons. <laughs> yo, yo, we're gonna have to find out how to hack, uh, hack into Alex, uh, Alex's computer. Because what I did was, like, I would have there. I had a script to run where randomly throughout the day it would play the Friday song. And it did it as a background uh, job. Why, do I even, why am I even in this? It's just to harass me. We just so, talked about being thankful for fucking Christmas. And now you're like all like, let's hack his computer. He doesn't know what Kwanzaa is. Fuck him, right? Uh, <laughs> like, X, give it to you and drop down his chimney and kick the shit out of him. Merry Christmas, asshole. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, on that note, Alex, where do you like people following you? Away from my house. <laughs> Everyone's trying to beat me up. Did you see Alex at a convention? Why dorks are awesome? You guys are the biggest bullies and, like, pick on me. <laughs> uh, we do it because we love you, Alex. <laughs> God. Everyone wants to ruin me. What were you saying about... Like if we worked together and then you trailed off and then went to hacking me, oh. what was that? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the uh, what I did was I I hacked into. Um, well, I didn't hack because I was writing the scripts for backup. So while I was writing a script for to backup this uh, guy's computer, I also added a script to randomly play the Friday song, but it did it as a background script, so he couldn't turn he, he couldn't turn down the volume. Oh god, that's evil. Yeah. That's that's evil. That's uh Oh god. <laughs> just just in the kindness of my heart for my Christmas gift for everyone, please leave me the hell alone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be that I'm already feeling that old man at Christmas that just is done with everything. That's just like, "What do you want for Christmas, grandpa? I just want to die. That's all I want." <laughs> Grandpa, does, do you want X going to give it to you? <laughs> I don't listen to your devil music. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Your chestnuts over the fire. God, just put Charlie Brown on and shut up. <laughs> so, Alex, where do you, you like people? Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> follow you on Twitter. Underscore Alex Hoy. And you can also follow me on Instagram. There's a link to both. I'm sure there'll be links here. Please follow me. Follow me so I can overshadow these people and run away. <laughs> uh, yo, yo. Um, you can find me 
at Boy Meets Phone on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, Yo Saint Laurent on those same social media channels. And that's pretty much it. James and Jen. Oh, yeah. So you can follow us at Adork Physique on Facebook and on Instagram. That's kind of where I hang out. Our first, our first episode of season two, um, our, our new day one um, story will probably drop probably right around the first or the second. We'll probably record it um, probably a second of January. Um, so look out for that on the Find Dorkening Podcast Network. Um, but also, again, you know, files at Dork Physique and uh, reach out to us if you'd like to hear from it. But you also can find us here on what day does this go up? Uh, I've been putting it up on, uh, I think last couple went up on Sunday. This isn't oh. live? <laughs> so, uh, and what, you can find us here at um, Dorks R Us every, uh, every uh, Sunday. Yeah. yeah. More like Bullies R Us. <laughs> I like that name. That's fun. Yeah, it's got a good cat ring to it. <laughs> well, I'm, glad, I'm glad you like it. Wolfman doesn't like it, but we like it. Well, Wolfie, I love you to death, but smile, please. Yeah. <laughs> They're bullies, Wolfie. Don't listen to them. <laughs> They'll beat you up. <laughs> uh, and uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. It's absolutely all true. No, it's not really. Uh, but we do the show multiple times a week on the Dorkening Podcast Network. You do the We do the Dorkening every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern live. Wicked Horror Show is Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. And then Dorks R Us goes up uh, right now. It's every Sunday. And uh, also check out other shows on the network, including uh, Secret Underground Hideout. And I can't wait for you guys to have Dorks or, uh, Dork Physique in January. Uh, can't wait to listen to that. Anything uh, you're looking to cover starting up for season two? Well, I gained 15 pounds, so we're going to talk about that. Okay. Post <laughs> wedding weight. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna pick up. We 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 ended our last season uh, about a month out from our wedding, um, so I figure our first episode we'll just kind of catching up what happened uh, beginning of October through the end of the year, uh, you know how we dealt with the wedding, the stress of the wedding, that kind of stuff, and you know kind of get moving forward on that. Uh, we're hopefully gonna get a couple more interviews. We're gonna interview our personal trainer that we deal with. Her name is Nicole, so we're hopefully gonna have an interview with her. Along with my brother-in-law Jay. Uh, my my brother-in-law Jade uh, suffers from a uh, genetic disease that he can't process protein, so he huh. diet is very much very carb based, very carb based stuff like that. But he works out; he's a healthy guy. So I we're going to talk to him a little bit about it. You know, hopefully we're going to get a little bit more some interviews going as well as us just kind of telling some stories, get a little bit more. Um, probably go to the health expos and stuff like that. You know, kind of work through that. You know just kind of kind of get some more information out there um the best we can we're we're hoping it'll be every week but the way the world works it might be every other week just depending on how much we can you know fill, yeah. fill, fill the shows with but definitely check it out um you know our social media is very active it will be once again it's been kind of quiet just because like i said of everything going on but um we said in the episode episode one basically was everybody has a day one and it could be your second or third or fourth day one so for both me and Jen, it will be our day one uh, for 2019, and uh, we're going to see if we can get back to where we were and get a little healthier and uh, go from there. So definitely check it out, and uh, there'll be some good information, health information, and uh, you know, just hopefully we'll just grow. Yeah. Awesome. 
Well, with that, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Later, guys. Peace, everybody. See you, everybody. Merry Christmas.